0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Violence and aggression towards those working in emergency departments only getting worse A new report used a case study on the Christchurch emergency department and found that some patients could be waiting up to six hours, which could trigger them into becoming aggressive or violent towards staff. Emergency medicine specialist Dr John Bonning says 100% of those in emergency departments have experienced this. And he joins me now. Morning to you. Good morning. This um, this is a, this is disturbing, isn't it? This report involving Christchurch's A and I mean, to to be clear, it was taken over seven years until twenty twenty, and since then, of course, we've had the pandemic. Has the pandemic made existing issues worse?
0: It certainly hasn't helped Uh, um, and uh, as you alluded to uh, this is something that's kind of part of the way we just have to deal with uh, these behaviours and yet certainly long waits have contributed um, but a lot of it happens after hours, drugs and alcohol, illness itself, um, it's not particularly pleasant.
1: When we say violence towards staff what are we talking
0: Oh, a, a lot of uh, verbal abuse um, and occasional physical abuse, uh, but uh, you know, racial slurs, um, uh, just people getting angry, um, and it doesn't really help. We're all trying to do our best.
1: Are there days and times it's worse? Like, is it worse on the weekends when the, you know, the the drugs and alcohol yeah, but, may be a bigger it, factor?
0: Uh, well, yeah, well, it's after hours in general, um, uh, often late at night, and yeah, Friday and Saturday nights, and um, yeah, those that are intoxicated can, can be more abusive.
1: Well, whose responsibility is it to make sure people working in the healthcare system are safe?
0: So look, it's it's all of our responsibility. It's our responsibility as a population to um, you know, to try and look after the people that are trying to to help us. You know, that's sort of uh, um, from police, fire, um, uh, healthcare, um, and uh, you know, um, employers have a degree of responsibility. And they're helpful; they provide us with security, um, and we need to try and. Um, uh, uh, across the health sector with a bit more resource uh, make people wait a little less long.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the wait time must, I mean, you can see that people would lose patience if they're waiting over, over six hours. I mean, you mentioned security, but probably what you actually need in all reality is more staff, right?
0: Uh, That is correct and that's across the system. Uh, For the patients in emergency department, the uh, busy and overcrowded emergency departments are a manifestation of issues across the entire system where we need more beds, more nurses on uh, inpatient wards to admit them uh, uh, quicker and more efficiently.
1: Do you feel like these frustrations are being heard? Do you have any sense that there will be some sort of tangible shift or change any moves to significantly reduce wait times?
0: Well, uh, there is um, uh, some engagement. Uh, um, uh, We've, uh, as a college, produced some hospital access targets, uh, a little bit like shorter stays and six-hour targets. But again, that requires whole of system buy-in. And of course, the 1st of July uh, July transition into the new um, uh, health authorities, uh, uh, there's still a little bit of unknown as to exactly what that'll mean on the front line.
1: Yeah, I bet. Well, uh, I wish you all the very best, John, and thank you very much for being with us this morning. Dr John Bonning, uh, emergency medicine specialist, and when he said we need whole-of-system buy-in, you can see where the, how that falls over, can't you? The whole-of-system buy-in. Because not everybody, not all are created equal, are they? You're always going to have the weak links.